As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. John Sears is touring with the Muppets, so we're happy to have Scott Sipker with us tonight. In fact, uh, Scott, I got you something. Oh, an early Christmas gift? Uh, here you go. Call it whatever you want. I call this a crappy present. Keith Murphy sucks. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. It's not very nice. It's, uh, Just I, I starting it's, the show off with truth, Keith. It's kind of a novelty. We're standing at the set tonight. John Sears is like six foot nine. So this is much better. We like this. Let's get right into the hot topic tonight. 515-282-9010. The Cyclones come from 20 down to stun the Hawkeyes. Have you heard about this? I, I watched the game, Keith, actually. It had yeah. set off a controversial court storming. What did you think of the game and the aftermath? 515-282-9010. Uh, Sam, we'll take your calls. Be nice to him as you sound off. The Cyhawk basketball game does not take over the week the way the football game does, but it's still a big dang deal, especially when both teams are good. The pressure this year was clearly on Iowa State, at home, ranked number four, and carrying the hopes of a fan base ready to tear down the perceived Hawkeye love fest. Oh yeah, if you don't think a top five undefeated football team while ISU had to fire its coach, grinded the gears of many Cyclone fans, stop by my Facebook page. Cyclone fans had to have this one, and it sure looked bad early. Even if national announcers love to say Steve Prohm just rolls the basketball out there, it's not actually true, but it looked like it. Bad defense, too many turnovers, and red-hot Jared Utoff had the Hawks in control. But Utoff can disappear, and thanks in part to better defense, He mostly did. If Utah ever figures out how good he is, he'll be unstoppable. Meantime, ISU kept closing the gap and reminded us what happened two years ago. When Monte Morris hit the big shot and Utah missed his, we knew who had next. Court stormers. And man, did they bring it. As he left his seat, Des Moines Register reporter Randy Peterson said he locked legs with someone and fell. Unfortunately, Peterson broke his leg leg in two places. All of this brought the predictable partisan reactions, most of it, certainly the worst of it, on social media. Imagine that. Hey, hey Cyclones, you're number four, and you beat an unranked team at home, and you storm the court? (laughs) Act like you've been there. Come on, give me a break. You had a fan base hungry for a big moment, and coming from 20 down 
against an in-state arch rival, that's a big moment. It's terrible Randy got hurt. But sadly, even that brought about agendas. Some Cyclone fans were furious at any suggestion the court storming had anything to do with Randy getting hurt. They passed videos around like it was the Zabruder film. At the same time, I had Hawkeye fans making it sound like Randy had been trampled in a chaotic rush of inconsiderate, self-absorbed millennials when Randy himself went out of his way to point out he had not been trampled. Let me clear up what actually happened. ISU staged another epic comeback fueled by Hilton Magic. Iowa blew a 20-point lead and mismanaged the final minute for the second time in three years. Cyclone fans eager to experience some sports magic after a mostly miserable football season stormed the court. Randy Peterson broke his leg. He was not trampled, but it's unlikely it happens if fans stay in their seats. ISU and Big 12 officials give a few well-intended but somewhat tone-deaf statements. Iowa won 12 football games and is going to the Rose Bowl. Not even, not even losing the basketball game will dampen those spirits. Everyone can be happy, Scott. Everyone has something to be happy about. Everybody does. Be happy. I'd be really happy if I got this great graphic where I was dressed up as Sir Isaac Newton. You only get that? Oh, of course you do. Put a few more years uh, in, pal. The Golden State Warriors have me interested in the NBA regular season for the first time since the Jordan Bulls. Never thought that had happened. The NBA has something special right now, and they need to make it as easy to access as is practical. As I dip my toe in these waters, I found that the price to stream all NBA games is 180 bucks. If Adam Silver is watching, and I know he is, I'd recommend <laughs> dropping the price for this package significantly. Look, we probably are a generation or two from the fall of football. What sports commissioners do right now will have a heavy influence on what sport takes over as America's next favorite pastime. The Chicago Cubs beat the St. Louis Cardinals in the playoffs, and now in the offseason. <laughs> Take that, Andy Fails. As a Cubs fan, I love sticking it to the stupid Cardinals. But shortly after Hayward's decision to take less money to sign with the Chicago Cubs, this unfamiliar feeling fell over me. The fear of expectations. We Cubs fans are going to cheer for the favorites to win the World Series next year. And that terrifies me. But Joe Madden makes me a little less afraid. Thursday's entertaining Cyhawk basketball, basketball game showed that despite the changes from last season's teams, both Iowa State and Iowa have flaws that echo their past. The Cyclones can win the national title this year. I love saying that. But they have to figure out how to consistently win the first half of games. For the Hawkeyes, this is the third go-to player who lacks constant killer instinct. Marble, White, and now Udoff. White found his inner beast by the end of last season, but if the Hawkeyes want to make the tournament this season, they need Udoff to find his beast mode right now. That is a surprisingly astute analysis. Well, why, thank you, Keith. Is that why you gave me this great trophy? <laughs> it's, you still suck. It's a crappy present. All right, let's get to the uh, calls. We'll get it started with David in uh, Johnson. David, Cyhawk game. Uh, what is your takeaway impression? What do you think of the most about this this year's game? Day three, 21, monster, mom. Watch out. We're back in black, Dad. Hey, go the Cyclones. Are you going to go to the Q&I this weekend? Cheeser. Man. 
Randy is in Webster City. Randy, uh, what did you think of the game? Oh, I thought uh, Iowa State came back. They had a hell of a game, but uh, I've seen a lot of a lot of my friends that are Iowa fans that are worried about that uh, number four almost lost instead of Iowa hanging with number four. Why not uh, celebrate that? But you know, it, it, you know, they collapsed a little bit, but Iowa State came back really hard and played good defense in the second half. Uh, well, yes, all of that happened, and that's kind of what I was talking about in, in Murphy's Law here. You had Iowa State looking bad in the first half, Scott. I mean, to the point where there was a couple of times I was turning to Jenny and saying, they're not, they're not playing defense. They, they don't look like they have a plan out there. I mean, it was bad, and Jared Utoff was red hot. Uh, but they did figure it out. They did slowly come away, and then Iowa helped that come back with some bad decisions. Yep. We always like to be black and white in, in people's opinions. And the fact is, is that both things can be true. Iowa State played great, great defense and had a great comeback through effort uh, and, and just completing the, the plays they needed to. And Iowa, they also collapsed. So it, it, it definitely both teams have some things to work on, that's for sure. Let's get a thought from Dodger Denny in Fort Dodge. Dodger Denny, your take-home impression from the Cyhawk game this year. Hey, it was, that was a wild game. I... Uh, I thought Iowa had no – they wasn't scared of Iowa State at all. They played tough. And I still believe in Hilton Magic, so I'm glad they came back. And I want to congratulate the Iowa State women, too. They they beat Iowa, too. So, go Cyclones and go Dodgers. Thank you, Dodger Denny. Chris Hassel, our friend, television's Chris Hassel, uh, he said – that it was uh, not a bad week for the Iowa Hawkeyes, but he pointed out it was a just-miss week. Just-miss winning. I know you were at the uh, Big Ten Championship mm-hmm. game. Really could have. Some would say should have won that game. Just-missed. Had 20-point lead at the number four team in the nation, number two in the coaches' poll, for a win on their court. Just-missed that. Yeah, and then the away, ranked women lost, too. Yeah, you take away the rivalry uh, for basketball, and Iowa's going to be on the bubble for the NCAA tournament this year. And having a win at the number four rated team, uh, it, that would have been a big thing to have on their resume. And it would have been a, uh, a meltdown if Iowa State lost this grant game. Uh, grant is in Sherman Hill. Uh, grant, what do you think? Uh, well, you know, the, the, thing, the vibe that I got early is that uh, how much little brother Iowa State is, they're number four or number two in the coaches' poll. Right. Now they, uh, you could hear it in the loudness on, you know, watching the game of, like, how much they just don't like Iowa and love to beat them. And I was like, geez, little brother, this is all you got to spend your time on. You guys are about ready to be national champion. I, I think that works both ways in my experience. Yeah, and also you I, sound, I don't think that's one-sided here. Yeah, you sound a bit out of touch with reality. You have to understand no, no, that no, no. This, no, no, no. Is, this is a huge game like, for both teams. Like, oh, Students hey. are out there camping out since Monday, some of them. This is a huge game in state. It's a state. huge game it's for both teams. For both teams, oh, and both on. teams no, I mean, really needed the it. The roars from the crowd when the one Iowa player went down and booed him for being injured. I mean, come on, Iowa. They State. weren't booing Peter Jock for being injured. They were booing the uh, officials for calling something they didn't think was a, uh, a foul. Uh, uh, they weren't Ames. booing the, the injured player. Well, come on, Ames. Act like you've been there before. They go have been the- there before. They've beaten Iowa a couple times now. Well, go, no, go win that national title because Floydberg <laughs> opened up to all the things. And uh, you know what? Admire, go Royals. Uh, there you go. Go Royals. Let's go to the uh, lookalikes. 
Boy, you know that call really captured what I was trying to get to yeah. in Murphy's Law because I've been hearing it from both sides all and week. And the confirmation bias is, is just insane. People yep. see what they want to see. And it's been happening all week. Uh, a lot of emotion about this game. Old Spice judges. Now, Lance Keller thinks Cyclone lineman Jake Campos, who is one of the nicest people you could ever come across, looks like Frosty the Snowman. We, we know both are jolly. Old Spice? This is fantastic. Well, Jake, it, it's good. It's a mild winter, I guess. Yes. Adam from Newton. He thinks new Cyclone football coach Matt Campbell looks like NASCAR star Denny Hamlin. Old Spice, you love the sprint count. And that is a match. Oh, get ready for what's bugging Andy tonight. Hey, guys. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Yeah, I got it all queued up. It's in what's bugging Andy next. Sound off on Twitter at SoundOff13, or is this Facebook? This is Facebook, SoundOff Nation. Uh, Terry Friday writes, I hate Sunday night football because my night isn't complete without SoundOff, and I'm too old to keep staying up so late. Terry, I feel you on this one. Jeff Taylor says, although this is still a Hoiberg team, maybe a bit overrated even as it may be. We did. uh, Someone just called in. They didn't want to be on the air. They just wanted to know. If uh, your pocket square is actually typing paper. Well, let's see here. Uh, they're right, actually. That was all folded up right there. I'll put it right back now. You're right. You're correct. Thank you, caller, for noticing. Busted HD. Uh, Andy, it looks the same. Yeah, it, it does. does. Andy Fails loves Christmas. He Who loves doesn't? it. Who doesn't, Keith? <laughs> well, he doesn't love Christmas shoes. Oh, this is, oh, this is brutal. We're not going to do this, are we? Yes. Oh, no. So what's bugging you, Andy? (laughs) One of the great things about the Christmas season is that it's a treat for all five senses. I mean, the look of snow and lights, the feel of the crisp winter air and the warmth of the fire, the smell of the evergreen and the taste of the cookies, and, of course, the sound of our traditional holiday music. Now, some Christmas music, like Hark the Herald Angels Sing, dates back several hundred years, while other holiday favorites, like Holly Jolly Christmas, were written in the latter half of the 20th century. For the most part, though, the list has been long established, and we've made it pretty hard to crack, and with good reason. I mean, you don't want just any old song to be allowed into such hallowed company. Well, here's one song that I would personally like to see permanently banned from the club. It's New Songs Christmas Shoes. <laughs> Sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. <laughs> First of all, I had no idea that Billy Bob Thornton could sing. Second, that ain't a Christmas song, folks. That's a big bowl of Christmas cheese. I mean, just how hard do you want to make me cry? 
You want to make me cry? I'd rather have these guys kick me in the knee than manipulate me with a made-up story of a kid who's so sensitive that he's frittering away the last days of his mom's life worrying about whether or not Jesus is going to be grossed out by our hammer tones. <laughs> New shoes for mama so Jesus won't see the bunions on her feet. This is Christmas. Talking about the baby Jesus, all right? What, are you suggesting that he grows up to be a foot guy? I don't want to think about that. I don't want mom's feet floating around in my Christmas lyrics. Silent night, holy smokes, mom, your feet stink. The Christmas season comes with its own authentic emotions. We don't need these guys taking a turkey baster to them, trying to squirt more in. I got enough sap from my Christmas tree. I don't need more from my Christmas songs. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Oh. That song is brutal. It's terrible. And yeah. some people are really offended, I'm sure, right now, because a lot of people, that means a lot to them. And, and it's, it's it makes a, us cry because it's so terrible. It's just a terrible, terrible song. I mean, come on. Jeez. Just spend time with your mom. It doesn't matter what she's wearing when she dies, wear shoes. It doesn't matter. It's Slippers, so, sandals, it doesn't matter. It's so manipulative. It is. Gosh, come on. <sighs> Derrick Henry won the Heisman Trophy, but my vote went to someone else. Uh, who's in your five and more live calls? Got a couple of court storming calls coming up at 282 9010. No more Christmas shoes. Uh, at sound off 13, Jesus. he's got a point there, right? Jesus was not materialistic. Yeah, she, no, not at all. Right. It's very Egyptian to think that your shoes travel with you to the afterlife. Yeah. Scott Chambers <laughs> at Herky 71 writes, Ha ha, a one point win over an inferior Hawks team at home. Let the Cyclones have their night. I'm all for it. Hashtag go Hawks. At sound off 13, Dan Beck says, glad ISU beat Iowa, but that team just doesn't look top five or 15. Not sure where the de defensive identity or effort is thus far. Who's in your five? Uh, my Heisman ballot, though uh, the vote actually only counts three, two, one. Number five, Keenan Reynolds, quarterback for Navy. Uh, number four, Deshaun Watson, Clemson quarterback. Number three, I went Baker Mayfield of Oklahoma. Number two, Derrick Henry of Alabama, and we'll see number one, in the Rose Bowl, Christian McCaffrey. I think it's more likely McCaffrey could duplicate what uh, Henry did at Alabama than Henry could do what McCaffrey did at Stanford. I think most people don't realize, Keith, that you actually have a Heisman vote. You should, you uh, should a lot really, like, get a shirt that says that. I would. That's <laughs> yes, pretty you, cool. Yes, you would. Uh, Craig is in Altoona. Craig, you had a thought on the court storming at Hilton Coliseum following the comeback Thursday night. Well, first of all, I do agree with Andy on the, the song about the shoes, but I got to say, Last Christmas from Wham yes. is an ear bleeder. Yeah, but it, uh, it's not quite as manipulative as Christmas shoes. Christmas shoes has, has, has made it 
<laughs> that to, to, to hate the song is almost to say that you're pro-cancer. Yeah. And nobody's pro-cancer. Everybody's anti-cancer. Right. I'm a Christian and I'm anti-cancer, but I'm here to say that's an awful song. I'm anti that terrible song. Sounds like a song Luke Bryan would write. All right, All so right. It, it, back it, it, to the cool. court storming. Sorry. Okay. In regards to the game, um, I, I, I've heard, and I'm a huge Hawks fan, Keith, and I have posted on your Facebook, and I've been very anti um, the, the response that the Hawks fans have been giving. Uh, but the first aspect is we saw two different games. We saw the Hawkeyes just dominate in that first half. Iowa State comes out of just uh, kudos to their coach, and they deserve to win. In regards, you know, and they said at that point that Iowa State should have won by more. Uh, Hawks fans forget that. Uh, they won. They barely beat Minnesota. They struggled against Wisconsin. They struggled against Indiana. It happens. And even even more in an in-state rivalry. You got kids sleeping outside for Monday, on until the game starts, and then they win. They come back from 20 points in-state rivalry. Charge the damn court. I say kudos to Iowa State. Awesome. I love that call, Craig and Altoona. I can't improve on it. So. We'll go to uh, what's coming up next here. Do you remember the time that uh, Scott's girlfriend video bombed me during sound off? You remember this, don't I, you? I do. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Uh, well, that that did not make the news bloopers of the year, uh, but the inspiration for this video did. Scott and I face off next, and we'll get to <laughs> sixty seconds sound Mama off. Mama meets Jesus. She's tonight. not wearing red shoes. Time for face-off, and Scott, the last time I covered a Rose Bowl, I had a full head of jet black hair, and Macaulay Culkin was still a cute kid home alone. Great movie. To what lengths should Hawkeye fans go to see the Rose Bowl in person? Well, it could be another 25 years, and a man your age would probably be dead. So Hawkeye fans should sell all their worldly possessions, do whatever it takes. Wait, that's, that's first of all, that was mean. Second of all, true. you, you could be right. But thirdly, that's terrible advice. You, you mean do whatever you can responsibly, responsibly, right? No, first, I think your kids need to go out and buy you some shoes right now. And no, I mean sell like a kidney, even if that's what it takes, Keith. All right, let, let's move on before we need a bet your house. Bet your house! Disclaimer. Um, I love ESPN's 30 for 30. Best thing the network does. As a Bills fan, Scott, oh. you must be excited to see the four falls of Buffalo. Are you trying to make me cry right now on live TV? No, I had the uh, Christmas shoes for that. How about I find every girl who's ever broken up with your, with you, Keith, and we make a documentary about that. Do you, do you want to watch that? Huh, Keith? Huh? No. I, I, I see your point. So you won't, you won't watch the Four Falls of Buffalo? Of course I'll watch. <laughs> with tissues in hand. One does not aspire to make the annual best of news bloopers worldwide. But Scott... I made it. I did Keith, it. Keith, you were number one on Reddit on Friday, and I'm not saying I'm jealous at all. <laughs> Do you know 
the Hawkeye fan, I get this asked all the time. Do you know the Hawkeye fan who is working out behind you? I, I do know who she is. We exchange messages, but she asked me nicely to not make her name public. So I have it. Well, I hope she isn't embarrassed. She looks great and she's having fun. I, I wish her all the best. Me too. Uh, I wish her everything but Christmas shoes. <laughs> May she never have to hear Taking it. over the show. Email, inbox, sound off at WHOTV.com. Uh, I'm glad the Cyclones are winning, but not happy with the sloppy way they're getting it done. With the talent level on that team, every win should be 20 points or more. And yes, even against a mediocre Hawk team, Cyclone Chad and Fremont with a really high bar. Given the way Iowa basketball loses, chokes away games, I now know what it feels like to be a Cyclone football fan. Fran McCaffrey is the Hawkeyes' Paul Rhodes. Ryan M. in Waukee. Wow. wow. All right. McCain Woo. is in uh, Ames, and we have 60-second sound off. We'll try to get a quick thought and move along. Go ahead. Hi. Uh, I just want to touch one more time on the core storming, and uh, I was actually the guy that shot the the Pruder film or what everybody's calling that of uh, Randy Peterson falling down. Okay. Uh, I was actually at the game and I was a student and stormed the court and then I came home and saw that everybody's making a big deal about him getting trampled on Twitter. So I shot that and then it took off from there. But uh, it, it is important to uh, to point out and, and thank you for sharing that with us that, that Randy was very upfront and vocal about saying he was not trampled. However, it, it does appear that even if one person who normally wouldn't be running onto the court was the cause for him being knocked down, that still means in an, not in a trampled way, but in a way the court storming pr probably played a part. Yes, I agree. And uh, I just think another point is that you're not going to be able to stop court storming. I know there's a lot of topics on how to stop it, but I, I would start to head out the exit or turned around to head out after the end of the game and uh, 300-pound kid was coming running down at me, so I had no choice but to go on the court. I mean, We have to end it right there, and we thank you for that call. Apologies to Tammy, Trevor, CJ, and all the other people who are lined up to call and talk, but that'll do it for us. We're back next week. Well, I'm back next week. John is also back. He's back from the Muppets tour, and we hope you're back next week. Well, I'll be watching from home and hopefully not using this because Keith Murphy sucks, and so does the Christmas shoes. We leave and you. so does Luke Bryan. We leave uh, you. Am I done? We leave you with done? the sound off send off. Uh, final 10 seconds of this year's Cyhawk basketball game. Now to the top of the circle. He drives in on Columbus. Little floater. Good! Monte Morris hit it. It's off to Utah for three. Misses. And Iowa State wins it. Are you kidding me? Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.